Welcome to the Rebel Speaker Podcast, where we break the tried and true presentation rules so that you can create a speech that stands out, makes an impact, and positions you as the go-to expert. And now your host, the instigator of the presentation rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazur. How do you take your SFD speech, your shitty first draft, and transform it into something that audiences are persuaded by, that they are moved by, that they are moved so much that they stand up and applaud after you're done speaking? Not only that, how do you transform that SFD into something that gets you referrals and amazing testimonials and more business from organizations? And the key to that is in the editing. I know it's super sexy, but this is what marks a pro speaker from an amateur. This is Dr. Michelle Mazur of Communication Rebel, where we help speakers and entrepreneurs make a bigger impact with their message while exponentially growing their business. And last week on the pod, we covered the five phases of speech writing. And I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. In that episode, I talk about what I feel is one of the most overlooked phases, and that is the final phase of creating a speech, polishing it, and editing. The magic of a speech happens in the editing. That is where you can craft a better story, find better words, create more connection and engagement with your audience. It's important to spend a lot of time editing your speech. And this is a phase of speech writing you'll come back to again and again and again, because you'll always find ways to make your speech better. But when I'm working with a client and we have their SFD, I will take the first pass through their speech. And I look for five specific things during this first pass. And I'm going to walk you through how I begin to edit a speech so that you can do this as well. The number one thing I look for in an SFD is transitional statements. Transitions are essentially how we get from point A to point B or from our introduction to our first point. Those tend to be the rocky spots because we haven't thought through how I'm going to get from my second point to my third point. What is that connecting material? So the first pass through a speech, I'm always looking for how we're connecting from the different ideas, the different stops in the audience journey to the next stop, having those clear, crisp transitions. They make a huge difference when you begin practicing your speech and giving your speech in front of an audience. But that's one of the first things to look for is how are you getting from the intro to point number one or from point number three to the conclusion? So after I've done a pass for transitions, the second item I look for is what I call warm-up speech writing. 
Warm-up speech writing is basically a concept where we tend to get very informal with our audience. It's like we're having a conversation. So when you walk on stage, I see this all the time with introductions. Like someone walks on stage and they're like, oh, thank you so much for having me here tonight. I'm so grateful and wasn't traffic terrible and blah, blah, blah. And then they start. That is all warm-up copy. Usually it doesn't happen in the speech if it's in an introduction or the speech writing, but it's important to cut all of that stuff out. Or if you have to pre-tell a story, like you're giving a lot of context around a story and explaining a story before you start actually telling it and experiencing it with the audience, all of that can be cut. So cut all the warm-up speech writing. And then once I've done that, I go through and I start looking for story hooks because human beings are terrible, terrible storytellers. Especially in speaking, we tend to explain a story rather than tell it, relive it, invite the audience into it. So what I do is I try to find the hooks in different stories that are being told that are going to grab the audience's attention and get them involved in the story immediately. So usually when I'm looking for a hook, I'm looking for something like a strong emotion that's happening in the story or something that's fun and weird and quirky and a little bit different or outrageous or bold. If I can identify two or three of those for every story that a client is using in a speech, then I can play with it and figure out what would be the best hook. The fourth thing that I look for is specificity, because specificity in a speech allows the audience to better visualize. When I talk about being specific, I'm not talking about being overly detailed. I am not talking about Tolkien's The Hobbit, where he describes the Shire for like 200 pages, which is why I never got through any The Lord of the Rings or finished The Hobbit books, because there is just too much explaining and description. So you want to create moments of specificity so that the audience can visualize and then fill in the blanks. For instance, if in your speech someone is wearing slippers, you could say they're wearing slippers. People would have a variety of different ideas of what the slippers look like. Maybe they're fuzzy. Maybe they look like Uggs. I don't know. If you said that they were wearing worn out slippers, okay, now I'm seeing something ragged. The soles are worn out. Maybe there's stains on them. And then that starts telling me a little bit about this person. Maybe they're a little bit ragged. Maybe they're wearing a ragged bathrobe. And so my mind starts filling in the blanks when I'm just a tiny bit more specific. Or even with a description like bunny slippers. Now that's going to bring a whole other image into your audience's head. But having specific words will engage the brain and then the audience starts filling in the blanks and that's where connection and engagement happens. And the final thing I start to look for when editing a speech 
is a concept that comes from copywriting and film writing. It's called in media res or Joanne Weeb from Copy Hackers calls this the battlefield principle. It's great for finding hooks. It's great for storytelling. But the idea behind this is in media rest is where you want to drop the audience into the action. You want to drop them into the middle of the conflict, the middle of the struggle of the story. You know, even in introductions, you can start with something very bold that they're like, what's going on here? And that's in media res. Part of that is you don't want to do the warm up copy or lead them to where the action happens. Like in movies, we never see like the warm up to the battle, we see the battle. So you want to drop them in it. That is the first, and honestly, it is like the first pass I take through a speech once we get it to the SFD stage. We start looking at the transitions, making sure that they're smooth and they flow. We cut out all the warm-up speech writing. We find hooks for the stories or the research that's being presented. We get a little specific because details activate the brain, but not too many details. And then finally, dropping them in the action. If you don't want to do this editing all on your own, you should apply for a strategy session with me and we can discuss how you and I can work together to get your speech from good to, oh my God, that was the most amazing experience that I've ever had. Just go to drmichellemazur.com slash speak and apply for a strategy session and we'll jump on the phone and discuss how to get your speech to Remarkable. Remember, editing and polishing your speech is where you go from amateur to pro. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebel Speaker Podcast. If you're loving this show, please rate and review it on iTunes. It is the best way for speakers like you to find out about us. And you can learn more about Communication Rebels coaching and consulting services that help business owners and speakers make a bigger impact with their message while building a speaking business on their own terms at drmichellemazur.com.